Welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. I'm really excited that you're here. This week, we're going to get started on this week's podcast. Uh, If you are new to this podcast, my name is Stephanie. I'm a life and relationship coach. I also have a YouTube channel, Stephanie Lynn Coaching, so you can check me out there as well. But today, I want to get into how to change your mood quickly. You know, I feel like at times we kind of get into like these funks or we get into these places and I think people think it's hard to kind of shift gears, but once you start practicing how to do this, you can do it really quickly. So for me, the quickest way to change my mood is going to be understanding that if I stay here in this kind of negativity, in this lack place, that I'm really essentially wasting my time in order to get myself to where I actually want to be. So at that moment of me even recognizing that I'm in this place, I have to determine, number one, what do I really need right now that's going to help to kind of shift my mood? Because we can't just decide that I don't want to feel something and just go to a different place because then that's just suppression and that's not really helping us to move through things. You want to learn how to deal with how you feel, but you also don't want to stay stuck in places for too long. So really, this is about making a decision that says, okay, what do I need right now? Do I need validation? Do I need self-soothing? Do I need to understand that, okay, now I'm in a habit of coming to this place of fear, lack, negativity, stress, worry, obsessive thinking, et cetera, and now it's actually wasting my time. So for me, I'm always very curious when I'm feeling something as to do I need to tend to this, and this is something where I need to like, dig a little deeper and there's some stuff there that still needs to be dealt with, acknowledged, and healed? Or is this something that's just habitual that's going on inside of me that now I need to break the addictive habit of thinking about this over and over again or letting this take me down the rabbit hole? Now, before we even get into any of the details, let me just tell you, like right off the bat, it is perfectly normal to feel annoyed, mad, frustrated, unhappy. It's normal to not feel good 100% of the time. This is not about being a cheerleader and just like suppressing what we feel and just moving on to the next level. Um, You have to deal with a feeling. You have to be able to validate it. One of the most important things towards mental health is being able to acknowledge what you feel and to validate that it's there. If you don't give yourself that validation, you're going to feel like the way you are naturally feeling, that inner child or that ego, that there's something wrong with you for feeling that way. And so this is when we either suppress what we feel or we make ourselves feel bad for the way we feel. So we're not just you know, logical, mental creatures were emotional creatures. And some people lead with emotion over logic, and some people lead with more logic and don't have as much emotion. And so you're trying to figure out which one do you lead with the most and where do you need to help yourself in the other aspect of your own personal care. So if it's really essential to honor how you feel, then you have to first accept that it's even there to begin with. And if we can't accept that it's even there, that feeling is going to just be suppressed for years and years. It's going to turn into depression. It's going to turn into addiction. It's going to sit there and manifest. It's going to affect your self-esteem. It's going to affect just your ability to have a relationship with yourself. So you would never 
invalidate someone else or maybe you you actually would maybe you would invalidate your own children maybe you would tell your friend that they're stupid for feeling the way that they do chances are you're probably not going to I think even a lot of dysfunctional people will at some point give others more than what they're willing to give themselves but it's normal to feel those feelings but it's not normal to suppress them because they're going to lead towards other things that will cause bigger problems for you down the road so it is really the feeling that you want to you want to really start cultivating a feeling of acceptance of openness for you to be able to express yourself. One of the the best relationships that you could ever experience or that you have ever experienced were the ones where you could 100% be yourself, which means you're perfectly comfortable with vomiting at the mouth, venting to this person, showing your fears and your worries and discussing these things with that person. You're not scared to try to be perfect and just to power through. You can show your weaknesses. That's vulnerability and that's true intimacy. Now, if you're not comfortable with doing that with yourself, you're never going to be able to have intimacy in another relationship with any other person. So a lot of the times when you're dealing with narcissistic relationships or just really toxic and unhealthy people, they have an inability to have that intimacy and that vulnerability with themselves. So that's why they can never do it with you. That's why they don't have healthy, normal relationships because they don't know how to. And so when you are going along this journey of self-development and you're really learning, okay, what does it actually mean to love myself? Like, what does it mean to be emotionally and mentally healthy? And when you start kind of like diving into like our thoughts and our programming and all those things, you will want to take responsibility for the depression, the resentment, the anger, the addiction. You'll be the first one to say, yep, there's a problem. Yep, I don't feel right. And I'm going to own this. And what do I need to start doing? What are the actions and things that I need to do on a day-to-day basis, in a moment-to-moment basis, in order to really help me through what it is that I'm going through. So if you can't start with that kind of basic level of self-care or basic level of just taking responsibility for your mood, how you feel, then you can't change your mood. You're going to be a victim that's always going to let other people and other things, and quite frankly, your own mind, just run the show and take you down rabbit holes and bring you into negativity and bring you into fear and keep you stuck in stress. So when you kind of understand that it's not just the outside that has had an influence over my mood, that's another thing in itself, is recognizing When am I allowing other people to control me in this way? It's one thing to just be reactive when you're dealing with someone who's toxic. It's normal to start feeling that emotional trigger coming up, but to let that trigger come out and not learn how to deal with the trigger, that's a victim. That's a child. That's not someone who's like, okay, I'm going to own everything. And owning it doesn't mean that you have to learn how to deal with it every single time it happens. It's this is, remember, this is levels of self-development here. You can't do a multiplication problem if you don't know that one plus one equals two. So just even acknowledging like, here comes the trigger, here comes the anger, and you disengaging is you making sure that someone doesn't have control over your mood that or that they don't continue to have control over your over your mood and over your emotional state. So that's one part. In terms of just like changing your mood and do, and doing it really quickly, you have to really have a deep level of trust within yourself. You had you have to have a great relationship with yourself that 
you don't negotiate anymore, that you understand that my mind is just going to do certain things and I used to not be able to have control over it, but now I'm starting to just slowly be aware of when it's happening and the more I can become aware when it's happening, the more I can then decide what I want to do about it. So I always tell people, don't have too high of expectations when you're starting this kind of self-development journey. Make sure you manage your expectations well on what you're capable of doing right now because you've never done this before. So you would never expect a one-year-old to be able to go out and run a marathon. So don't expect yourself to like be able to just completely do this perfectly fine every single time. It's not going to happen. It's going to take practice and it's going to take you really building that level of trust with yourself that you're that ego or that inner child when it starts going down the rabbit hole that your adult self that you have worked on and cultivated that when it comes to the forefront to say hey we're not doing this anymore hey I'm now at a crossroad of where do I want to go with this mood do I want to continue down this rabbit hole or do I want to go in a different direction that's essentially empowerment that's free will that's you being an adult that's you making an actual decision on what do you want to feel or what do you want to experience and not just letting your emotions take over and those emotional reactions keeping you stuck in places that you don't want to be. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about something I use every day for my podcast, and that is Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, you get to talk to brands yourself, represent your podcast yourself, Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities that are right for their platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you are protected and compensated for the work that you do for your brands. The Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we make our money. Click the link in the episode description to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. And a big thank you to Podcorn for sponsoring this episode. In order to change your mood quickly, you have to really accept that responsibility that you get to actually change your mood. Now, just because you make a decision to go in a different direction, it doesn't mean that the minute I make that decision, it's going to be smooth sailing and my mind's just going to follow suit and the inner child is just going to come with me and the ego's not going to resist. No, there's going to be a lot of resistance when you start to get healthy because, again, you're doing things that you've never done before and your mind doesn't like that. Your mind likes to do what it's always done. The mind doesn't understand what's dysfunctional, what's not good for me, what is keeping me stuck, what is not allowing me to achieve my goals. Like it has no idea about any of this stuff. It just wants to keep doing what it's always done. So if you're depressed, 
whether you know it or not, there is a part of you that feels comfortable in that depression, the anxiety, the anger, the frustration, the negativity, the insecurity. It's what you've always done. If you start to try to become stronger or work on that confidence, whether you fully believe it or not, this is not about changing and going in a different direction and not having resistance, but this is about continuously deciding, continuously deciding to go in a different direction and eventually everything else will follow suit. But it's kind of like dealing with a difficult person. The more consistent you are, the more that person is going to have to. They have no choice. I don't care who the person is, narcissist, dysfunctional person, unhealthy person. The more you stand clear and stay steady with your boundaries and you are consistent, someone will have to readjust. It is it is impossible. So look at it like, I always give the analogy of, think about a soccer field. There's a ball in the middle of the field. You are on one side, your mind or your ego or the part of you that wants to keep you stuck is on the other side. You're going to run towards that ball. Someone is going to have to back away. That's just it. Someone's going to have to back away. Otherwise, you're just going to you know, bump into each other. And most people are scared. And so you have to be the person that's so determined that that's my ball and you're going to listen to me. You're going to follow suit that you keep you keep at it and you don't give up. So, and that's basically just training your mind. And I think Tony Robbins does this. He does it, he says, I think he says it's part of like his morning, um, I don't know, ritual or whatever you want to call it, where he goes into like this bathtub and it's like below freezing water and it's absolutely ridiculously cold and he does it every single day. And he does it because it obviously helps his body in terms of circulation. That's why they say in the morning, you know, splash cold water in your face or take a cold shower. It just jolts your system to like get you awake amongst some other things. But anyways, but he also does it to train his mind. He does it because he doesn't actually want to go do that thing. His mind doesn't want to do it. It wants to stay under the covers. It wants to be nice and cozy, but he's training himself through repetition. Now, this man has worked on himself for like 40 years. He's been talking about this stuff, and he continuously still does it. And I think that's what people don't understand. This is a lifestyle now. This is not something that you will, yes, you will work really, really hard in the beginning to foster that muscle. Um, to really carve out that muscle that you've never had before. But like any muscle, if you're not going to use it, it's just going to go soft. So you have to continuously work on yourself. You will not work on yourself as hard as you will in the beginning until life tests you again. When life tests you again, then you're going to get into the next level of reaching down even deeper to learn even more to overcome what's in front of you now. Because now you have like a basic foundation of how to handle yourself and this difficult situation that you're facing is challenging that skill that you have and even demanding even more out of you that you didn't have before. So now you'll go even deeper. And so he consistently does this every single day to train his mind that I'm not negotiating with you. So he has learned how to foster that, I don't even know if this is probably how he calls it, but it's essentially the same thing. He's learned how to foster that kind of like 
healthy adult self within himself that when the adult speaks, the child will listen or the ego will follow suit. And it doesn't mean that there's not resistance because there's always going to be, but he is just very consistent with what he's doing and eventually everyone follows suit. I'm sure there are some days that are easier than others, but it's just about consistency and, and it's really about the end goal. You know, if you're if you want to feel a certain way, then you staying stuck is really just you making a decision that me staying here is a complete waste of my time and now... If you look at law of attraction, me staying here is not helping me keep my vibration up into where I want it to be. And that's hindering my ability to manifest the things that I want in my life. So now if someone else affects your mood, that person has control over you. All the work that you're doing on yourself immediately goes out the window the minute someone else, what, does something or says something that you don't like. For me... And no, <laughs> that's not something that I have any interest in playing. Like I'm not playing that game. I work too hard every single day on myself to number one, let anyone else have that kind of control over me. But then number two, for me also to keep myself imprisoned in that place and not be able to say, no, absolutely no, we're not staying here, let's go. So it's a serious muscle that you have to work, but you have to, I think the biggest thing is, you know, two things. One is you really got to cultivate that relationship with yourself that you don't negotiate, being consistent, that way the mind the inner child, the ego, whatever, knows I'm not playing. I'm the one in charge. Yep, I still have to live with you. You're still inside of me. You're always going to be there. But when I say enough, we're done now. So that's just something that you have to practice. I also think that when you understand, this is more of like the logic stuff. When I finally understood that by me staying here, it's not helping me to get to where I wanna be. And if I'm doing all this work on myself, no, like that's not even an option. I care about myself too much and it's not fair if I'm doing all this work and in one instance, it just goes all out the window because I wanna stay sitting in some fear or some lack or some negativity. And I think when you break down the fears and you break down what this mood, this anger, this frustration, like where where is this coming from and what are really the stories underneath it? Learning how to dissect your mind and the thoughts that you have, the fears that you have, that's a huge thing. You being able to take down what it is that you're really afraid of and breaking it down so you can see that it's actually not real, you just think it's real, then it's kind of like the dust fades away and you just, you blew all the dust off the table and now it just disappeared because it's not real. But being able to stop yourself and even do that for one second, that practice is, is mindfulness. Essentially, it's you taking responsibility for yourself and it literally just takes a minute or more, more than a minute sometimes, but it definitely takes you being consistent. And the more you do it, the more it doesn't take 12 minutes or 10 minutes or five minutes. It will take a minute. It'll take a quick shift in order for you to just get yourself into another place. I never understood how some people could do that. But again, make sure that you understand the balance between healthy and not healthy. Everything that you feel, every mood that you're in is not going to be a quick one minute and I'm in a different space. No, because there are going to be some things that you just have to feel and you have to like experience that emotion and that feeling of frustration or anger or sadness. But remember, you're balancing your emotional self, 
and learning how to deal with your emotions, why you feel the way you feel, validation, self-soothing, etc., and then moving into that other parent role. Look at it as your emotional self needs your mom and being at that crossroad and deciding, making a decision now of what do I want to do is your dad. I always, I always loved that analogy just because we typically think of dad as more logic and mom more emotional. Um, and you need both. You need both that emotional person in your life that can love you and, and soothe you and validate you and tell you everything's going to be okay and let them cry on your shoulder or excuse me, let you know you cry on their shoulder. And then you need someone to come in and kind of like swoop you up and remember, remind you of like who you are and what's going to happen. And then no, none of this is real. Like, let's go. You can do this. You need both. Um, and I think some people sometimes have one and not the other. And so really understanding what do you need more of? Do you need more of the emotional stuff or do you need more of the logic stuff? So I hope that that has helped you. I hope you've enjoyed. If you do and you have um, interest in working with me, I will link everything down below. Also, my ebook is ready. Super excited. You can check that out. You can get the actual ebook. You can download it today um, or you can get the audio version or you can actually get both and do the combo. So I will link that down below for you guys as well. It's all about um, emotional abuse, ton of information on there. Um, I like to keep things, you guys know me, I like to keep things short and sweet. I don't like long-winded. I don't think this has to be really hard. And you guys have busy lives. So I always want to make sure that I'm giving the information you need as well as the tips to really start working on yourself. So I hope you guys have enjoyed. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram. I will link that down below as well. And I'll see you next week. 